0: Hey, this is Annie. And Samantha. And welcome to Stuff I've Never Told You, production of iHeartRadio.
1: So, Annie, yesterday was a Cinco de Mayo yes. for May 5th. Uh-huh. Also for you, it was Revenge of the Fifth. Yep. Did you do anything special? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I put you on
0: the spot. Yeah, I did. I mean, <laughs> I um, I watched the original Star Wars
1: trilogy, which I had watched on May the Fourth as well. See, I didn't tell you. You have to tell him all of that. I wasn't going to ask you May the Fourth. Well, that's on I... you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then I, yeah, I. I drank out of
0: my Star Wars cups and I had Star Wars cocktails and I made like little glowy lightsabers. I had a vaccinated, fully vaccinated friend. I'm now fully vaccinated. We did this and we nerded out hardcore. But I was holding back. And later I was like, one day you're going to have to let me just be me. And she was like, okay, I'm ready. And I said, I don't know that you are. But (laughs) how are you holding back? I just have so much... I have so much to say. And I was trying not to be overwhelming, you know. Uh, and then I did read a lot of fan fiction once the workday was done because, yes, I did work. And then we watched some Mandalorian because you would never seen that. And I made some really, really spicy food. But mm-hmm. that was about,
1: about it. <laughs> spicy food. Well... I'm glad to hear. I did not do all those things. I did uh-huh. think about doing uh, at least a margarita or at least ordering from a legitimate, authentic Mexican restaurant and a Mexican uh-huh. business. But that didn't happen because, yes, I got caught up in work as well. So, I guess I'm going to have to find margarita somewhere soon. I think you can do that. <laughs> I think we can. And as we were writing this Actual episode of Women Around the World. Welcome to Women Around the World. It was May 5th. And for some, that might have meant Cinco de Mayo, as we said, which is actually Mm -hmm. a celebration, just in case you don't know, of Mexico's victory in the Battle of Puebla, in which the Mexican army defeated the French. So, again, not Mexican Independence Day. I feel like most of our audience already knows this, but just to Mm -hmm. be stated. But also, it is the day that has been designated as the National Day of Awareness for Missing and Murdered Native Women and Girls and Two-Spirited People. And of course, because of that, and we have actually have had Natalie Evans who came on to talk specifically about the missing murdered indigenous women and girls in two-spirited. And she was fantastic. So if you want to check out her episode with us, uh, you should. She's also with a podcast called Some Kind of Brown. So you definitely should check her out if you haven't already. But we wanted to highlight what's been going on around the world and some of the activists who have been talking. So yeah. Yeah. So in 2016, the National Crime Information
0: Center reported at least 5,700 cases of missing American, Indian, and Alaska Native women and girls. According to statistics, Indigenous women and girls are 10 times more likely to be murdered than other ethnicities. Four out of five Indigenous women have experienced some type of violence, and over 56% of Indigenous women are likely to experience sexual violence a while back. I did a talk with Christine Nobis, who is from Seeding Sovereignty, about this. And she was very, very clear to hammer home this is probably way underestimated, like any data around it.
1: Yes, it's difficult to get as these incidents continue to be underreported or misclassified altogether. And though this has been happening within the Native Indigenous communities, it wasn't until recently that they started to get attention and any assistance at all. But that doesn't mean people haven't been speaking out or trying to bring justice to their community. And today we wanted to focus on one woman who's been working tirelessly to fight for justice for the MMIWG2S. And we are talking about Gladys Reddick. Gladys Reddick is a Gutsan, Wet'suwet'en First Nations woman and joined the movement in 2008 after the loss of her niece, Tamara Lynn Chipman, who disappeared on a highway near Prince Rupert uh, in Canada. And then another young indigenous girl was later found on the highway near Prince George, which is along the stretch of the highway, Highway 16, and is now actually referred to as the Highway of Tears. Right.
0: So Radek started the grassroots movement Walk for Justice with others who had been affected. She created the organization to bring awareness to the MMIWG2S by walking the areas. Um, The first one was a 4,000-kilometer walk from Vancouver to Ottawa in 2008 and um, continued throughout the years to send messages to the parliament. And as they continue, more organizations have joined to bring awareness and seek justice from leadership. She has been a part of many different assemblies and inquiries to demand justice from the government. She can be seen in her, quote, war pony, as she calls it, which is her Toyota hatchback that is covered with the photos of the missing and murdered indigenous people.
1: And she continues to work to fight for awareness and visibility for the movement. In 2019, she went to talk with Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, trying to advocate for the needs of the families of those missing and how there has been little to no justice for these victims. And she stated to a reporter quote, my message to Justin Trudeau is honor us. The families have real hearts and they love. And she has been talking a lot with all of these families going from person to person in different organizations trying to rally and make sure that they are highlighting what needs to be done. She has been a fierce advocate for the families of the victims, um,
0: learning their stories, sharing the names of those missing or murdered and continuing to push for legislation and assistance for them. She and her team from Walk for Justice were able to get their recommendations approved for the House of Commons and still continue to work more to get the right assistance from leadership.
1: Right. And when we say right assistance, there's definitely this back and forth about what they're funneling their money into and how Mm -hmm. they're doing it and who they're investing in. And I think that's a big conversation is instead of actually listening to the grassroots organizations that's been existing, they may be creating their own movements, which has not been fruitful. Yeah. For the most part, because again, as we talked about when we were t- highlighting now Secretary Deb Holland, there's not a lot of representatives within governments, especially for the indigenous communities. And how are we supposed to know how to help them if they're not the ones leading? And I right. think that's been the bigger conversation, not only in Canada, but obviously in the U.S. And again, very little was really talked about here in the U.S. as well, but more advocates have been continuing to work to get justice for the MMIWG2S. As of yesterday, Secretary Deb Holland announced the formation of the Missing and Murdered Unit, which would focus on analyzing and working the cases of the missing and murdered Indigenous peoples. So there is definite stuff happening. Yeah, but again, we're finally getting to the point that their own community is able to be the leadership. So having Deb Holland, who's been focusing. On these types of issues throughout her time in Congress is now able to actually create active units that could actually push for justice. So I'm definitely glad to hear that it's finally happening. I'm just so sad that it's taking this long. And just like you said earlier, there's more. There's definitely more Mm -hmm. when we talk about the amount of people who are not being talked about. It's really, really heartbreaking. to know that we're ignoring this. And when you even hear about these cases, much like many marginalized people, instead of finding justice for these victims, they start using them and um, start putting them on trial almost as if they don't deserve something because Mm -hmm. of whatever life they may have led. And most of the times, it's not any different from any (laughs) other community, but yet because they are the indigenous people and because they have been steamrolled a majority of history, Mm -hmm. It continues to happen, and uh, I did want to also give a shout out to another organizer, Marita Growing Thunder, who she has also done some of these walks as well, and has highlighted a lot of the MMIWG2S as well. And she actually has also has clothing that she started making when she was a senior in high school to bring awareness to her Mm -hmm. programs. And I think she started like in 2016. Uh, Really excited to see how she continues to grow. And her clothing is a beautiful representation of the women and girls and the two-spirited people who've been lost to their community. And I think, uh, of course, we've had a couple of episodes, but not enough, not Mm -hmm. enough, obviously, uh, to bring justice Uh, to bring in any type of awareness. We need to be doing more. They need to be doing more. The government should be listening to the people. And hopefully, with people like Secretary Deb Holland, that can actually happen.
0: Yes. Hopefully so. (laughs) Hopefully so. Well, listeners, if there are any other women or organizations you would like us to shout out in this segment or otherwise, you can email us at stuffmediamomstuff at iheartmedia.com. You can find us on Twitter at momstuffpodcast or on Instagram at Stuff Mom Never Told You. Thanks, as always, to our super producer, Christina. Thank you, Christina. And thanks to you for listening. Stuff Mom Never Told You is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.